Welcome back, boys and girls, to season three of the Pick Your Poison podcast, where we're dropping some wet-ass picks for you and yours on that end of the podcast line. Oh, speaking of WAP, uh, Becky Falwell is looking for a new pool boy, if anyone's <laughs> looking for a new position right now. <laughs> there are pool boy openings in uh, in the D.C. area, I hear, these days. Yeah, uh, they come few and far between, but I'll tell you what, they're uh, some great jobs with some great connections, but hey... It's great to be back with you guys for season three. Didn't uh, didn't Hugh Freeze live on a lake when he was in Oxford? Look, if we're going to throw a Hugh Freeze into a sex scandal, like, well, let's just might as well derail the podcast before it starts. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's low-hanging fruit. Yeah. But we are back, boys and girls, for season three of the Pick Your Poison podcast, starting it off with a hot and spicy week zero on the college football slate. It's been a wild, tumultuous offseason. I know you guys are chomping at the bit to get in on some of these uh, some of these offseason happenings. We last talked to you on draft night, which was a virtual draft. There was a lot of uh, a lot of offense taken, so which means a lot of points being scored in the NFL this year. We're more of a college football game, though, so we're taking all the unders this year. Nope, 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 not at all. Only overs. Boomer, what do you think about these? I don't know. The, the COVID unders could be a thing. Offense is not really up to speed. Defensive. You know, they catch up a little faster than your offense would typically would. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of offensive coordinators becoming head coaches in the SEC, though, which, like, SEC is one of only three conferences to be playing football. You got Lane Kiffin, Mike Leach, big-time over guys. Drinkwitz was the uh, OC at uh, where? I don't even know. A- uh, Appalachian State? Well, one thing we can confirm is that Lane Kiffin he, will have a lot better offense. He's a head coach because he used the same speech to use when he took over the job. That is true. He recycled a speech. That was that, was, that always gets the, the, hey, no, the crowd well, play. SEC a little bit fans, like Joe Biden. SEC fans, they love to hear you say, let's win the CUSA title, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Did he use a teleprompter like Biden? All right, we're, we're, not, a, we're not a political podcast Yeah, yeah, no, we no. Don't we, we, don't, we, we save that for then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's only for the problematic, uh, the problematic tweets at the end of your podcast. We'll edit this out. But no, we are back. We are back. Uh, week zero has a, not a lot of big games, but a lot of intriguing well, games. Well, did we want to talk about in general, kind of like yeah, the college of course, football of course. season? Yeah, well, yeah, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten have canceled so far. The Big Ten has gone completely haywire with well, what they're thinking they're going to well, do. Well, you know, the, the Trumpster today talked with the uh, Big oh, Ten's commissioner. Yeah, and the he, he said... He said that they were at the one-yard line, or whatever, and I saw, like, Barrett Salil or someone was like, is that on the one-yard line, or of, like, you know, 90 oh, yards? Oh, do, yeah, do they go? have one yard to go, or do they have 90 yeah, yards yeah. to go? But it, based on what he said, it made it sound like they were close to doing it, and, I mean, Ohio State basically led an uprising. Nebraska tried to, like, sue yeah, yeah. the parents of Nebraska players, tried to, like, sue the Big Ten, which I was like, what? How the well, hell And, and I guess my question about it, too, is that it could just – so, would all these players that are in the Big Tw- Big Ten, Pac-12, would they be able to transfer and play no, this year? No, they're none of them yet. have so far. So they're so. just so they're just screwed out of a year well, out of being, their like athletic. Prime, they're being basically. held to like the the hope and the dream of playing some spring some ball, spring, or some late. yeah, some spring schedule, which is but what never is it, going what is to that, happen. I, I guess the NFL would have to push back their draft. No, I, that would just be kids are just get, kids have already no, opted out. Yeah, it would it would be like if those if. That would never ever happen in a million years. That was just a. I, know, I just dream. feel like it could screw over some people that are like maybe you're a senior and you like could maybe have a coming out part like a big year and well, you don't seen- get to play till the spring after the NFL draft. Well, there's no happened. spring. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why those those leagues. I think that was just for like PR purposes for that they wanted to like say they might have a spring schedule. When in sounds- the back of their minds, they knew at all times like this is never going to happen. It sounds like Big Ten 
maybe has a chance. I've not heard any rumors well, at all about well, Pac-12 backing well, what, what out of what they did. What happened was the Pac-12 didn't want to be the first conference to back out, so they waited for the Big Ten to do it, and they fell, fell through with them. But the thing that everyone that I don't understand is everyone's giving Kevin Warren a ton of shit, who's the uh, commissioner Big of the Ten, Big Ten. Yeah, uh, ASU alum, which we won't we'll throw here near there there. Party boy. Yeah, um, but what I really have to question is Larry Scott, the Pac-12 commissioner, who just followed his report. So today I did a little digging on Larry Scott, you know, on the interweb to see what I could find. First of all, my favorite Larry Scott um, fact is. Fluent in French and a BA in Euro history. So sounds that means like, sounds like a coward. Yeah, which means he's used to surrendering. Yes. So I, I just can't really trust everyone who's throwing Kevin Warren under the bus when really Larry Scott might be the biggest con artist in the planet. Well, I don't like the Pac-12. They're so far out on their own end of like like they're on the whole other in the country. They're they haven't made a college football championship, a college football playoff in the entire existence of the playoff. Like I can understand them like kind of like tugging their tail between their legs and saying we are not going to do this. But the Big Ten is like one of the Prime. Wait, did Oregon not make the playoff? No, no, they made the with Mariota. Uh, with Mariota. The they lost in the playoffs in five. Okay, well that yeah. was the first year, oh. and they they lost in the first round. Boomer there. Put oh, the head. Oh, oh, ding ding ding. Put yeah, Boomer yeah, yeah. I, I just I just put him in a headlock. Check there. one for Boomer. Uh, there. But no, but I'm but just saying no, the Big no. Ten is like like always no. there. They're always okay. the top ten. They're always the top five. I agree Ohio with State's you. A national I agree program. With you. Michigan's a national program. Michigan State, Penn State. They're a They're like the fact that they folded so soon and so quickly. With 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 really it no happened regard. so quick too well, and yeah. and the or was it the Oregon it was I think it was their AD or someone like someone like high up in their athletic administration where he said that the SEC and like all the other schools that were still playing that them trying to plan was like deciding when the uh, band would play at the t- Titanic yeah and I'm yeah. like you were just literally trying to act like thousands of people were gonna die well, no, like, I don't necessarily it- think that's the case I understand that you need to be precautious. But, like, saying that, like, you think all these players are going to die or, like, or maybe not saying that, but implicating it, the implications, well, like, that, on a boat, yes. Like, yes, yes. When you're on the boat and there's an implication. And yes, there's I an iceberg, yes. Yes, I get that. I get all those, yes. But but once they canceled, they had to make it seem like all it the spins, other— It's all spin. It's all yeah, spin. Yeah, once they canceled, they wanted everyone to die with them. They wanted to, like, drag everyone into the, into the like, depths of, like, you know, in the battlefield with them. And so they had to make it seem like it was impossible to play. Yeah. So that's why, like, they made all those comments. The national media, some of those guys that suck on the teat of, like, the Big Ten and the Pac-12, they went with them, too. They got some rhetoric out there. But it's all come full circle back now to the Big Ten— Moving from trying to announce last week that they want to play on Thanksgiving weekend to now they're talking about Dan Patrick. October where they're going to try and join. Dan Patrick today said the Big Ten is talking about now pulling the schedule all the way up to October 10th, which is only like two weeks after the SEC, ACC, and Big 12 schedules are supposed to start. So they've come like full 360 here. To, from from completely canceling and throwing everyone that thought that college football could be played well, under the bus to now saying, oh wait, you know what? Now now maybe we we, we might be wrong. Well, we'll actually, actually no. Let's wait until it's kind of more flu season to start the game. That, yeah, that, yeah. that, that makes sense. Like like when it's like you actually probably or, or, more or, likely uh, to get when sick. When they first said it, like Thanksgiving weekends, the Big Ten in Michigan and 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 Wisconsin wanting to play football from the end of November through the beginning of, of, of March. Like, holy shit, the coldest four months of the year. That would actually be a gritty, so, think, gritty season. Yeah, good. Like, every college football fan sitting in a, in a Wisconsin stadium during the, the depths of winter of, of January and February. Like, good for you, but I, that was never going to happen. So, besides, the, obviously, the COVID reasons of canceling the season, 
I want to talk more about what are the storylines you're most disappointed to see go away from this year from no Pac-12 or apparently no Big Ten schedules. Uh, I'll start. Uh, Nick Rolovich from Hawaii taking over the Wazoo job in Pullman. I know I'm biased, but I was really excited to see with the run and shoot from what Leach had done. I think it set up perfectly with a more energetic coach who was a better recruiter. So I was ready to kind of see what he would uh, steps he could take with Leach's um, for you know steps he'd already taken to build the program. Because and how he, like 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 he laid the foundation and he could he laid take the foundation and in, in transitioning to another uh, offense that runs a similar type with athletes. Uh, finding space. Uh, I was really excited to see what happened there, but do you guys have anything off the top I of I mean, your head? outside the like the Pac-12, I didn't really give a shit about anything. Oregon was going to be pretty good, I think, even though they lost their quarterback, Herbert. Um, I thought they, you know, Chris Ball over at Oregon had done a good job. Obviously, the Big Ten, James Franklin was going to have a good squad. Obviously, Ohio State was going to have a good squad. They Wait, were you're telling me Penn three. State was going to go 10-2? and two? Um, Like uh, every other pen, year? Penitentiary, pen, pen and 10 no, state pin? Yeah, yeah, state pin. No, I'm, I'm out. No, I, I, I wasn't really. I mean, okay, besides, like, I guess Big Ten, like Ohio State, Penn State, those intrigue me. But this, like, Pac 12 and stuff, like, I like watching those games. I'm not actually keeping yeah, up with honestly, all the storylines and all the crap. Not like, being there is really the worst. Yeah, part no, about our, our Hawaii games, like, I'm going to miss those moments we, hey, we had together. I'm going to say this. We're still not 100% sure what Hawaii football is doing because they can still play. Honestly, I can see them just separating from the United States entirely. Oh. That's on the table at this point. The what, state of Hawaii. What, and just play against the inter- intramural Look, squads? the Japanese do have a college football season, and I could definitely see Hawaii going over there and putting up a 20 Or would they record. go to Australia to play the Australian rules Ooh, football? Oh, Australian rules football. Look, we have talked about transitioning this podcast to AFL. But I will say, I will say, Pullman got me to watch a couple games uh, the past month or so, and they've been exciting it's it's worth a listen but i that's not here the, but no it, but the big 10 like i don't know I'm, I'm i'm more interested in watching them squirm and watching them like like everyone all the presidents that voted against the season all the aid the the commissioner of the conference all the ad's they should all be like watching their jobs because if the sec uh, the acc and the pack the, the big 12 well. yeah. If, yeah if they were able to play a season and you forfeited you gave up your season before like well, anything said, before you before you had to, you should be fired. That's hundreds of millions of dollars that are they leaving said, your they institution. Said, uh, where where is what city is a uh, University of Wisconsin in? Madison. 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 They said that it was literally like a hundred million. Oh, yeah, that was no, just no, the no, athletic no. foundation. Yeah, no. I, I think for the city, it was like over two hundred million dollars. Like, like that is that is believe it or not. That's a, uh, I mean, I know we like to act like we're big spenders here on the uh, Pick Your Poison podcast, but. That is a lot of money. Yeah, even for the Pick Your Poison podcast, two hundred million dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, like, that, that, I don't just throw that on like the ground. That's, that's How many right. AirPod Pros could that buy? Oh, I don't know, like what five? I don't know. I spent, I spent more than I can. Yeah. More than I can at the moment. But no, like that's and that's even with the fifty percent, twenty five percent capacity that like SEC schools are working with. SEC towns or like Oxford, uh, Athens, Knoxville, like they're only counting on maybe half revenues for this season because. Obviously, you're not going to get a full stadium, a full a full tailgating experience. Well, and you can only get full attendance in your restaurants. Yes, exactly. So, like, they're not counting on a full slate. But I was even, in Oxford then, on I was in Oxford on Sunday, and it was not. I mean, it's not your normal Sunday. The first or second week of classes, like, where you'd think you'd see kids out at the bars and stuff. Like, most of the bars were closed. It's just like, are you sure they weren't out because you were out? Uh, maybe they were, they they knew uh, Boomer was in town. I was gonna go. Well, they're trying they, to they avoid. Yeah, no, 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 no. I was I was, I was ready to mass shame them all, but uh, no. I, it's just it's it's sad. It's sad to see, but 
But hey, listen, well, let's focus on the bright side. We do have college football yeah, this no, weekend. Yeah, the SEC, the, really the, the, the two main conferences, and then and then the... The, the two I'm, main conferences in Clemson. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I was even gonna say the Big Twelve, like kind of piggybacked, or like the Big Twelve was kind of the breaking point of the whole season. Like, if the Big Twelve would have fallen with the Big Ten and the Pac twelve, well, they called Daddy SEC Texas would have held. SEC would have held. SEC would have held. Uh, honestly, mad respect to Sankey, like yeah. play. You know, he fucking stuck to his guns. So far, so far, I know, he's been wishy washy on Twitter. Yeah, but I mean, it. But he can't be like we're gonna play no matter what. He's got to be like. We got to play based on what's going to happen. Like, but based on what he's said and kind of what the vibes have been going on, you can tell that he wants to play really. He wants us to play really badly. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. But like the Big Twelve coming in, Oklahoma and Texas obviously pulled those strings. Oklahoma announced today they're starting a freshman quarterback, which like really, I, I'm surprised they don't have another transfer quarterback in. I after thought Baker and Kyler. So I looked that up. I thought that's been announced for a while. No, they announced it today. Literally, also because I, I think he was number two on the depth chart. Maybe they just were trying to hide it, kind of thing. I assume he was like the number one quarterback coming out of high school, and he's like a stud or something. Yeah. Probably. Also, I, I've got a question. So. Have they said? Has there been any definitive statement about like? Okay, so we'll play our SEC schedule. Will they do any type of playoff or bowl games, or is that like it's still the college ball playoff? They still are yes, planning bowl in the, games or in the bowl games. Bowl. The latest I've heard is they are planning on Wait, filling said, up every bowl game they can. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously they have all the incentives too. I guess. But if it just I, depends but on, I'm saying they will I let, they you, will let Owen Ten Bandy play one and nine Arkansas. Oh, so you're saying that we're going like everyone's going bowling. Everyone's going bowling this year. If I told here. you, if I told you there were a full slate of bowl games or zero bowl games except the playoff, which would you pick? None. I'd go none. Yeah, I mean, so like it's gonna be tough for bowls to happen. But like I, I would, I would bet the fuck out but, of but a actually, oh, actually, nine arc, oh, actually, oh, no, ten Vandy no. versus a one and nine Arkansas. I would love to see that shit in Birmingham. I'm, I'm at the Field I'm reversing what I said. I'm, I'm saying there will be a bowl game because they, because these universities that are playing like Ole Miss decided to play. They have to worry about all the fans and st- or all, you know all the student athletes, all the stuff. The bowl games. They just want that one day to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like they, they just want that literally one day. Even if it's just the TV money coming in, like they they want it to happen. It's better it's better to get some than nothing. But like bowl games, like the problem is like the city has to agree. Like like it's more than just like the bowl being like, yep, we're gonna have a well, bowl. we're gonna have two teams come play. Like, well, it I, sense I, 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 I think play. the uh, Birmingham Bowl will be playing. Hey, I think they'll say I, yes. I think Legion Field will be happy. <laughs> yeah, happy yes, they, they will be happy. You're saying, bowl you're saying games. Birmingham, Alabama yes. will, will be a little bit yes. more. Uh, there little more there might be a chance that their... the national championship is held there. Everyone else just backs out. They they put a bubble in in Birmingham and just have the four championship teams how about, how about I mean honestly capital? they have a chance to actually do a bubble if you think about it in the no they it, fucking do not for there's because, only four teams yeah and, and and I'm saying that there's so much time in between like when uh, I guess the regular season ends and when that would happen that yeah. you would I don't have, time, they, you would have time to be like hey y'all just hang out for two weeks in this hotel room and practice at this I, one field I don't field. think they would do I don't think they would do a bubble just because it'd be so much easier to bubble individually on campuses while all the other students are away and yeah, then they could go back. I don't think the idea of doing an NBA bubble for all these colleges would make sense. It's only four, but four teams. The college football playoff. But it would also be with staff. But and and it would also be around a thousand people. Which that's is, less than the NBA playoffs are, or the twenty-two teams the NBA brought back, or like, or like whatever. But no, no, I, I, I do agree. They could just do I it. They, they could just, just do it on campus. Yeah, and then and then you bust to whatever. Definitely be. Yeah, because um, they, they want to go for cheapness. Because they're you not going to cut me off. What I was wanting to say is about Birmingham hosting fifty-four games. 
How about Montgomery, Alabama, hosting the first football game of the season and just going middle fingers to everyone, saying, "Yeah, hey, we don't care where these two teams are from. Come play fucking football, whatever." In the damn capital of yeah. Alabama, that's where we damn, play football, yeah. baby. Bring me Central Arkansas and oh, uh, wait, I thought was, wait. I, uh, Austin P. Austin P. Shout out the Governors. Oh my God, that option first play. That option first play. Oh, got y'all the were talking about last weekend. Yes. Okay, geez, it, got the, yes. it got the juices flowing. And Score then, on and the then first was, play. And of the it game. was maybe fifty-eight minutes of complete snoozery. And then last minute, two touchdowns. The last two minutes were electric. For well, I I cannot say I watched that game. I so, had Austin P. Plus four and a half. So I'm zero and one on the season. I'll hand up here. Hand up here. I went on the season, but it was an electric game. I had no idea. What was well, going hey on. guys, you know I think we've I think we've set up the season pretty well. Are y'all ready to get into some pit or just talk about these hey, games? These... Let's give the people what they want. Those wet ass picks. Yeah, these are the wet ass picks y'all been calling for. So week zero, wet ass picks. Yeah, we yeah yeah we're not calling week one until the SEC plays. Oh yeah, there's yeah. gonna be like so four week weeks minus negative three, minus three week one. <laughs> No, uh, whatever. Minus three. Week, week yeah, yeah. negative three. Week negative three. I was going to see if you could work your way out of that one. All first. right. Yeah, you know, I couldn't figure it out. So we're going to actually jump to the, I believe it's a Saturday game, 3 p.m., Arkansas State at Memphis. Memphis is minus 19 points, over under set at 68 and a, and a half. And the reason we bring this game to you early, we have a special guest picker from Jonesboro, Arkansas. Where home Arkansas of State, the home of the Red Wolves. Yes. And home of the Red Wolves, and he is calling in from Madawaskow, Maine. Uh, Marty, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. How you fellas doing? Hey, hey, we're just happy to have you on the podcast. So good to bring some expertise into here. We're more of an SEC podcast, but it's, we have our, uh, our our tentacles that reach across the the great states of the United, and we want to hear your Jonesboro take here on your hometown Red Wolves. Catching 19 points at uh, at Memphis. What do you in think? In a big about the rivalry game? game, big rivalry game, week one here. What do you think? It absolutely is. You know, it's about an hour drive from Jonesboro to Memphis. So I, I have heard rumblings that it isn't really even a home game for Memphis. Now I have a question: Did you make that drive to score smack or what? <laughs> no comment. Smart. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine it being a home game, especially since there's going to be, like, no home fans in the crowd. So does that give yeah, you... Yeah, wait, wait, so, so, the, so it is going to be an empty stadium. Or I think there's going to be, like, maybe, like, 20%, but, like... Is that, that confirmed, Marty? Does that give your Red Wolves an advantage since it's not really a home crowd? Well, I would actually... I, I actually would say yes. It would give them a big advantage. You know, people in Jonesboro, they like to say spread apart. They're real worried about the COVID virus. So they'll pay top dollar to be six feet apart from their friends. At the stadium. Well, so, so I guess, I guess, uh, Marty, my, my question for you is, as an Arkansas State fan, does Brady White scare you at all? You know, he, he transferred from uh, Arizona State last year. He was fifth in the nation for yards for pass. Uh, and it, it just seems like a scary offensive attack. I mean, granted, they did lose their running back. He backed out because of COVID. I don't know why. Exactly. I guess he wanted had, to save himself. Four family members die from it. Really? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Brady well, White also was their quarterback last year. Really? The last two years. I yeah. He, he's oh. also, he like, he's, I think he's like 27 years old. He's got like a, he, he's like a, so, so is he's he like going to, he's so like a 50 year grad transfer. So is he going to try and go for the, just go for the draft, I guess? He's not. No, he's not. He, he would have gone drafted long ago if he had the skills. But, but he was he was a good running back for them. Let's get right? let's get back to our, our special guest here. Let's get <laughs> Marty. Marty, give us your thoughts on like the 
what's going to make or break this game? What's the like one stat that you think is going to give either Arkansas State or Memphis the advantage? I'd say the X factor in this game is Sammy Johnson, the corner for Arkansas State. At first, I got some buddies from high school there, coaches and whatnot in the uh, facility. And I've really heard that he's taken off this. He'll shut down anything Memphis has got, I can tell you that. You think he's like a like a future NFL lockdown corner? Yeah, we're looking at future Hall of Famer here. So does that does that lend you more towards an under or more towards Arkansas State? Arkansas State for sure. Okay, well uh, now, that, now, now that you say that, now that you say that, they have a lockdown corner. Memphis's star running backs out of the game. Memphis doesn't doesn't really know how to run the ball anymore with their running back out and. If they have a lockdown corner, they can't. All balance. They can't balance. Really, they're going to have to throw. Now, now question. And they're not going to be able to throw they, because they, they have a lockdown corner. They did lose their best tight end option, too, is their best uh, receiver, correct? I don't know. The guy with the crazy oh, cat wow. eyes on his arm? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Let's just go with it. Oh, oh, cat oh, eye. oh, 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 oh cat I, think, I think his name was Ricky Treves. Um, But yeah, no, that they lost him, and that's going to be a huge loss for Memphis this year. Uh, but I, 19 seems like a lot of points to me, and, and especially with COVID, like, I kind of feel like this week I'm going to like a lot of dogs. Uh, so I'm, I think I'm going to take Arkansas uh, State with the points, uh, plus 19. Marty, I don't Marty think we, is, a, is a Red Wolf a type of dog? There's a sloppy play out there. I Uh-oh. can tell you that. Has anyone checked the forecast for Memphis for this week? No, it's good weather. It's good, good weather. No, okay. it's, it's not going to be like last year, the Ole Miss Memphis game where it was a hundred degrees. It's well, it's going to be like eighty. I was kind of hoping for a little slop, and we'd get a little like gross well, rumble tumble. The field will be wet. Want, if we want slop, though, we haven't touched the most important thing of this game. It's going to be it's Silver out there. Field's second game, first year as a full head coach. This guy just he's has no clue where he's going. His career uh, coaching record's one in ten. He's 41 years old. His resume is unimpressive. He hasn't called plays once in his life, and yet they throw him this job after going to a, a Power Six bowl game last year. A Cotton Bowl. I think honestly, it was irresponsible well, for Memphis it, to make that hire, and I think they're going to get fucking boat it, races. And honestly, oh, you're calling a straight up win. I, 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 no, I, Arkansas I, State. I'm going Arkansas State money line. Silverfield has no clue wow. what he's doing. I this love is, that. I, I love it. I honestly, it is coaching malpractice that they made that. Well, Coleman Provitier leading say, the season I would off say with the, a wop their hit. hire of, of this coach is similar to the Matt Luke hire. It was an emotional hire. After, because you know how Memphis fans get after when their coat when uh what's his face left uh Calvary no no oh no Cal, that's also another example uh, Norvell Norvell no, uh Norvell uh when he went to Florida State everyone's writing love letters to the city back to Norvell like there's a couple of responses like pin pals like Jesus Christ like uh I know I, I agree with you on that it was an emotional hire keeping someone in house because the players were all hyped up because they loved that that. Coaching staff. So, so it sounds like we got two Arkansas State picks, one Arkansas State money line pick from Pullman Profiteer. Marty, are you giving? Are you locking in the the Red Wolves yourself? I like the Red Wolves, but I'm going to need the points with them. Okay, that's fair. That, I mean, 19 is a wild hey. money line. I respect that. I respect that. I'll be the only dissenter here. I'll go with the hometown team, first year head coach, wanting to put up some big points against uh, against his first opponent to try to win some favor. And I'm just fading you three idiots and going uh, and going Memphis my up. Uh, Minus 19 Fair, here on take, the first take game. Take last year's covering machine. Very smart. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, Marty, hey. any words before you sign off? Any Lane Kiffin thoughts? Any Lane Kiffin thoughts down in Oxford? Think he's going to have a good season down there? Absolutely. I'm seeing at least I'm seeing at least one upset win for the Rebels during this year. How many? One. At least one. Oh. 
<laughs> hey, don't tell Vegas that. Cause hey, 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 Marty, keep your britches on, son. Yeah, sir. You're, <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to get too excited here, but uh, but hey, we appreciate you calling in. Um, and hey, uh, so that, that's four wins for the Rev. The three <laughs> wins for the Revs, maybe. Yep. All right. Peace. All right. Well, uh, hey, we want to thank Marty for joining us uh, on the Pick Your Poison podcast. So we're going to move to our next game, Middle Tennessee uh, versus Army at Army. My, Army is minus three points. Over-unders set at 55.5 points. Pullman, what, what, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I like Army here. It, with it being in West Point, I don't think Middle's played too many big games that are uh, national broadcast. I also think the Middle coach, uh, Stock, still, this is his 15th season. He's older. I, I don't think he has any aspirations to ever leave, but I also don't think he's shown much effort uh, in years when he doesn't have much talent. He lost a ton of talent this past season and had a down year. Army had a down year as well. I want to say this. I think this is Army's best chance since the 1940s to go undefeated and go to the college football playoffs and have a chance to represent themselves. Because that's, their, that's their schedule is that week with four spots. Well, I you're think only, a, you're only, yeah. There is a chance an undefeated Yeah, no, that, that's, that's definitely So a, I'm calling that right now Army watch. One unit play, Army National Champions. We'll see about it, but I like them week one minus three. Well, and also I want to add to that. So in 2018, Army was 11-2, their best year. You could say they overachieved there. Last year, 5-8, and eight, kind of a middling season. Not very great. But if you kind of look at their games, break it down, they lost four Grant games by less than one score. Or by one score. So, I mean, they played a lot of close games. Like, that's just one or two plays that can make a difference. This is kind of a weird season. So, I, I do agree with you on, the, on that sense. And also, they did lose their quarterback. But they've got this, this young guy, Christian Anderson. And he's supposed to be a better pure passer than... Than their old quarterback. They kinda, won't throw the ball. About to say, I understand, but like it's saying it's at least a threat because when you're when you're running the option, like at least you had this like okay, he can complete a 15 yard pass. Because and all and also if you look at Army and Navy, the, those teams they averaged when Baker Mayfield was playing behind him. Army and Navy had the all is all triple option teams that had the most passes per attempt. Well, yeah, they only throw the ball like five times. I understand. I, 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 I understand. You so make the most bang for your buck. I understand. So I'm saying that their quarterback was not a good passer last year, and so now they might be able to take more of those attempts. Okay. And so I'm taking. I'm going to take Army minus three. Okay. Well, I'm fading you both again. Um, I don't really have a lot of read on this specific game, but in terms of Army, since 2005, so this is all the way back to 2005. So a ton of uh, a ton of ground to cover here. As a favorite since then, since 2005, Army is 23 and 38. So that's not a great number as a favorite. They're minus three, 23 and 38. I'll uh, I'll take the three here. I wish it was 17 and 38. I'll take oh, 17, 38. Uh, I'll take I'll take Middle Tennessee here, catching three with Army as a little wonky favorite here. All right. So the next game we've got is SMU at Texas State. Texas State is minus 22. Over-under is set at 70 and a half. This is after F- SMU having, I guess, probably their best best season since the uh, death penalty. 11-2. and two, like, Great season last year. What was it? The Tracer? The, the, their football throwing machine? Yeah. That everyone's like, yeah. But, but that, they had a great season. Uh, I'll jump in here. I'll jump in here. I right. love the over in this game. I don't think either of these – neither you know, Texas, I feel like they're all about the points. 
Texas State, the whole state of Texas. They were 121st in offense last year. Okay, well, well I bet they were. But they are returning a good receiving core. Good receiving core. So yeah. you spread it out, throw it down the field. I don't know. Seven, I, I followed SMU a lot last year. I took a lot of their overs because they were usually in the 80s. This is at 70 right here. I'll take the over of 70. I think SMU scores 55. I hope Texas State can score another, I don't know, 25 or so. And this hits the over pretty easily, I hope, I think. I don't know. I'm just pulling for an over in some of these low games just to have some fun. I, I feel you. I, I definitely would love to see a bunch of overs, but like, I'm kind of worried, though, about these overs. Yeah. With, because like, I, I would love to see what these overs were, I guess – well, in I guess full that, stadiums I, I, and with full practice schedules. Yeah, and yeah, like 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 if these games had occurred uh, occurred a year before, but because usually uh, in, like, in like spring games, defenses are ahead of offenses. It takes a while for an offense. Yeah, the, the defenses there's it's it's simpler and and they yes I I, I so I'm gonna take Texas State. Uh, I'm gonna take the 22 points. I just I, I I don't see SMU living up to that season they had last year. They I mean they might win by 20 points, but I don't I'll take the extra two. Yeah, uh, give me 22 and a half. Uh, I don't think either team's going to be great this year. Texas State's done really good historically in week one. They have one of the best upsets week one history, covering a 38-point money line their first year in Division One Against um, two. Bro. A 38-point money line they covered? Houston, I want to say. Holy shit. Yeah, um... You have to look that one up. It's yeah, I mean that, that's a great like stat though. Thirty-eight point cover on a money. And line. also, San Marcos, hard ass place to play. And you talk about a school that's complete opposite of SMU, Texas State. Where is Texas State? San Marcos. It's halfway between uh, Austin and Houston. I want to say. Oh Jesus Christ, the Dirt Bowl. Yeah, I passed no, through it, there a couple times. There's always there's always some red clay out there. But uh, ready to hop in the next one. Uh, we got a little uh, holy war with BYU playing. Mm. Yeah, BYU at Navy. Navy's uh, plus point and a half. Over under set at fifty five points. You know, uh, I'll start here. All right, go for I it. do not trust BYU in the good way. They have definitely been breaking the rules of COVID and practicing football the entire time. Mormons, I love you. You're good people. Sometimes you can't be trusted, and I think this is one of those times. And that's the reason I'm riding with you guys. BYU minus a point and a half. Well, I, I think, I mean, I think soaking might stop the spread of COVID. Depending Ooh, that's on a good how, point. Yeah, yeah. We'll, I mean, we'll ask Jerry Falwell's wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. What about it, soaking underneath water? Does soaking that, in water. Soaking in water. It's actually impossible for yeah, COVID that, to Yeah, that's a double on Is full penetration there. in a pool still considered soaking is my question. <laughs> well, I mean, mm. I don't know. We'll have, we'll have well, to ask we, hey, hey, We'll have to ask Hugh Freeze. We'll leave that up to the experts. <laughs> I told you guys. Wait, uh, wait long enough for the podcast. Hugh Freeze sex jokes will come out. I, I like BYU here. They're returning their junior quarterback, Zach Wilson. He he passed for. Uh, is that a real name? Did you just make that? Nope, up? that is an actual real name. I did a little research this year. He's been there for like fifteen he, years. He passed. He passed for twenty eight hundred yards despite missing four games yeah. last did year. You, he's gotten like four medical red shirts in a row, and now he's getting yeah. Like a COVID so red he shirt. is freaking honed in, ready. He's he has. Hey, who's li- that? Li- listeners, back in the day? Ma- Matt ma- listeners, might I say he is dialed in the season. He knows that this is his big time to show out. Uh, I I think he's gonna do great. Navy just lost their quarterback, and uh, you know I I think BYU's gonna be able to handle the triple option. So you said Navy is an underdog here, correct? Point uh point and a half. Okay, yes. so equally as Army was as bad as a favorite, they were twenty three and thirty eight. Navy is just as good as an underdog, forty one and twenty four. Navy forty one and twenty four as an underdog. That's sixty three percent. I'll take Navy as an underdog. Give me Pullman. the one and a half. 
Are, are you you are completely you faded every game? Me and Pullman. No, had, no, I took Texas. I took the over. I didn't fade you. No, but but I'm I'm saying me and me and Pullman have had a consensus quake, which is a little nerve wracking. Yeah, we, that we do well have that one road, game. Bodes well for Bagman. Yeah, we have one game left to go through. Uh, South Alabama versus Southern Miss. So this game is at Southern Miss. Uh, Southern Miss is minus fourteen and a half. Over under is set at fifty one and a half. Pullman, what do you think about this game? Yeah, uh, I like USA plus 14 and a half here. Uh, same staff from last year, bringing back the same quarterback from the last uh, third of the season. He didn't play great, but he improved, and he improved over the quarterback play of the rest of the year. And the reason I really like USA right here is Southern lost uh, both coordinators from last year. USA is bringing back both. I think uh, losing two coordinators in this COVID season will really hurt um, the learning ability and the ability to transition to new offense and defense. So that's the reason I like the Jags. What the? I didn't understand a word you said. That was the most analytics I've ever heard Pullman Profiteer ever that, say. Like, I'm going with you, though, because I love your analytics and I love my hometown, Mobile, Alabama, Jaguars, the USA, what, catching 15 here? 14 and a half, 15. 14 and a half, yeah. 15, yeah, sure. Give me the underdog here in, in week zero, week negative three. Give me as many dogs as I can. I'll take my hometown Jags. Well, I mean, y'all have also missed a couple of little fun facts here. We got Pullman something. ran through so many in, well, in, in one breath, I couldn't even hear I, I think he blacked out in there and just <laughs> yeah. spouted out some shit. What are we talking so, about again? So, uh, the Southern Miss game. So, Southern Miss's coach played for the Almost Rebels. Oh. Their starting quarterback is from Oxford. Oh. Uh, old Jack Abraham. Abraham. Yeah, Abraham. Uh, Abraham. I've got a little sign next to him that says that he's good. He wasn't good enough to play for Ole Miss, though. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Ole Miss had multiple uh, NFL talent quarterbacks, though. Uh, South South Alabama, they, they've got a quote unquote veteran line, Naturally. but they've they struggled with turnovers last year. Southern Miss is D lines. Uh, they're kind of a game changer, and uh, so honestly, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Southern Miss. I'm gonna bet my bet my bucks on the Ole Miss guys. You want to uh, you want to put this as your lock of the week? Uh, yeah, sure, fine. Fuck All right, it. head to head, head to head, Bagman. And Pullman Profiteer versus Boomer on the lock of the week. My Mobile Jaguars versus the Southern Miss Golden Buzzards of of Hattiesburg for for uh, for Boomer here. How confident do you feel? How how eloquently said. Um, uh, no, I feel pretty confident. Uh, I mean, I, I think Southern Miss is just a better team. Uh, you know, South the Alabama. quarterback and the coach. He, he's very confident. Yeah, yeah. The quarterback and the yeah. coach. And their D line was uh, what salty last year, and Southern and, and USA was had some turnover problems. I, I, I think uh, South Alabama only won like three games last year. So mm. uh, I, 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 I feel, I I feel confident in it. I just know. I just know Mobile breeds excellence. I, I, I feel like because of COVID that some of these. Uh, Spreads are going to be a little squished. Well, I feel like this would normally be a 17-point spread, but they're not mm. quite confident enough because of there's just too many variables going this on. Is, this is Thursday night. Yes, yes. This is actually this is going to be the first uh, D1 game. Hey, what was what is last in the Pick Your Poison podcast shall be first in your heart. So that's it for the first episode of season three of Pick Your Poison podcast with those wet ass picks, um, boys. Do y'all have anything else to discuss before we call it a day? I I don't have anything, but I, I I know this article you sent me, Bagman. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, shit, let me find it real quick. Oh yeah, it was from from the Hill. So it, it it's about the NBA. I'll read you the headline. Uh, it's called the lucrative hypocrisy of LeBron James, the NBA, and China. So I'll go ahead and go give my takes on it.
Pick Your Poison podcast does not claim to or uh, hold on has no rights. Or, 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 yeah, or, or has no rights to uh, start over. Pick Your Poison podcast has no claims to nor rights to the music that have been played so far in this podcast. All the rights to the music go wait, to wait, the wait, 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 wait. Can, can you speed it up, or do yes. I need to talk fast? No, I can speed it up. Okay, so I need to say. The Picker Poison does not claim to or act that we do have the rights to this uh, to uh, the songs used in this bot, uh, broadcast. You can't even speak normal words. What makes you think you can uh, speak no, these words? Okay. Uh, the Picker Poison podcast does not claim to or act like they have rights to the, the uh, songs look that are up, broadcast. Look it up what it is. 